Why should I think about getting out of the stock market, even though it's done very well for me? That and other great listener questions will be analyzed and answered during today's special Q&A edition of Self-Directed Investor Radio. I'm Brian Ellis, and this is episode number 17. You're listening to Self-Directed Investor Radio, America's only podcast exclusively for affluent, self-directed investors, where each day of the week you receive innovative investment strategy and deadly accurate market analysis that's untainted by Wall Street and unblemished by government propaganda, all in seven minutes or less. Coming to you now from iTunes, Stitcher, and SDIRadio.com, here's your host, Brian Ellis. As always, you people have sent in some great questions to me this week. We're getting enough questions that I'm having to pick and choose at this point, so here's a hint. And maybe I shouldn't really admit this, my friends, but I do give preference to those of you who have gone over to iTunes and given this show a five-star rating because it helps so much. It's kind of a way that I get to pay you back for being so kind in your support of this show. And a quick note, you may have noticed in yesterday's episode and today's that the sound quality is a little different, a bit lower than normal. Please bear with me. I'm on the road right now doing an intensive due diligence study of one of our potential turnkey investment providers, so I don't presently have access to the luxury of using my normal equipment. We'll be back to excellent sound quality in tomorrow's episode. So question number one for today is from Linda, a five-star reviewer, thank you Linda, who says, Brian, I've done well in the stock market. There have been ups and downs, but over a long period of time, it's done well for me. I like what you're saying about the potential for alternative assets in my portfolio, but I'm not sure it makes sense for me to fix what isn't broken. Why should I diversify away from what's actually working for me? Linda, that's a great question, and I'm really glad you asked it. Here's the thing. I'm not asking you to take your portfolio and make a wholesale switch into alternative assets. Rather, I'm suggesting that you think differently about your portfolio. Just for the moment, let's put aside the question of whether the stock market or alternative assets are more profitable. I'll return to that in a moment. But more fundamentally, here's what I teach my members of the Self-Directed Investor Society. The most important value is to respect your own capital. So rule number one is don't lose money. That has to be the foundation of your investing as an individual. You see, you're not a venture capitalist. You don't have the option of playing a numbers game or of accepting that some of your investments will be winners and some will be losers. Doing so is not much different than gambling. Sure, you can pick stocks on the basis of good fundamentals and put the odds in your favor, but the fact is you'll never really understand what's going on inside of the companies you're buying. The best you can hope for is honesty in the annual reports and that maybe an enterprising journalist will catch any problems before they bite you. The stock market is totally outside of your control and not predictable. For a great example, check out episode number 11 of Self-Directed Investor Radio where I revealed a circumstance where nothing more than political correctness caused a huge tumble in Twitter stock and caused Intel Corporation to take a $300 million cash hit. And that's just one example, Linda. The stock market is fundamentally out of your control and there's simply nothing you can do about it other than hope for the best. I don't know about you, but I love going to Las Vegas. I love the excitement. I love the energy, the glitz of it all. But I'm not a gambler. Or, I guess I should be more honest with you than that. To the extent that I am a gambler, it's only with tiny amounts of money. And I'm okay with that. I know the odds don't really favor me, and I'm okay with that. You see, it's okay to take some risks if your bases are already covered, but focusing on the stock market, no matter what your history with it has been, is a lot like choosing to be a career gambler in Vegas before you have a job that pays the bills every month. It just doesn't make sense. So what I recommend is consider diversifying a small part of your stock portfolio into what I call HRR assets, 
highly reliable returns. There are three asset classes that fit the HRR model, and they are real estate-backed notes, tax lien certificates, and cash-flowing rental property. Each of those assets produce cold, hard cash, and each of them have the support of actual real value in the form of real estate. What's your security in the stock market? Nothing. But if the real estate market drops, even as hard as it dropped in 07 or 08, how will that affect my portfolio of notes or tax liens or high-equity rentals? Well, it won't. They'll still be cash-flowing, and you can sleep peacefully every night with that assurance. So, Linda, here's what I suggest to you. I recognize it's not comfortable to make a switch away from the stock market because you perceive that it's been working for you. But even if that wasn't true, it's easy to beat the stock market's returns. Remember, the stock market is a retail environment, and investors in stocks are the last to enjoy the success of a company. When a company does well, it first pays its vendors and suppliers. It first pays its employees and contractors. It first pays its taxes and insurance and expenses. Only after all of that is the leftover reflected in your stock value. You're last on the totem pole. That doesn't sound like you're showing much respect to your own capital, does it? Remember, you're an individual investor with your own capital. You're not a gunslinging venture capitalist. So my recommendation to you is this. Consider taking a small part of your portfolio, maybe 10 to 20%. Diversify into some of these HRR assets. Give it a year and you'll love what you see. Cold hard cash is impossible to ignore. My prediction? Within three to five years, you'll have 60 to 80% of your portfolio invested in alternative assets. And of course, it would be my pleasure to guide you in selecting those assets. We've got some amazing things going on right now that are producing a consistent cash-on-cash return of 15-plus percent annually and frequently even much better than that. Compare that to the long-term average of the S&P 500 at 7% annually. If you'd like to know more about how you can get those numbers, just go over to sdiradio.com assets for more info. I'd love to help you out, Linda. This stuff really matters to me because you can do better very easily, and I'd, I'd really love to help you. Folks, that's all we have time for today. In tomorrow's special episode, I'm going to tell you some news about your IRA that will likely terrify you, but you need to know, particularly if you're considering bankruptcy now or in the future, and if you think your IRA is immune to attack from creditors, think again. That's in the next episode, episode number 18 of Self-Directed Investor Radio. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes right now. Thank you for listening to Self-Directed Investor Radio with Brian Ellis. Don't miss a single episode. Be sure to subscribe to Self-Directed Investor Radio right now on iTunes, on Stitcher, and at sdiradio.com. Your feedback is always welcomed via email at feedback at sdiradio.com. This show is for entertainment purposes only and is not intended as legal or professional advice for your situation. Content is the property of the Self-Directed Investor Society. 